Welcome to The Living Room, a cozy place of candid conversation. We're a group of women in various ages and stages of life. Join us for thoughtful discussion with a side of humor. We chat about everything from parenting issues to life balance, what matters most, and how to make it happen in everyday life. Settle in just to listen or feel free to add your comments online at www.fromthelivingroom.com. And now, your hosts for today's show. Welcome to The Living Room. Come on in, grab a seat, and get comfortable. We're an open and honest group of women in various ages and stages of life, and we're excited to get real with you and tell it like it is. Today's show is going to be both humorous and exciting, and hopefully we'll share some ideas of what works for us and that you'll find some things that work for you as well. My name is Michelle, and I'm the host for today's show, and I am joined by Connie, Jody, Kate, Christy, and Heather, who will be in and out and is currently with a baby, but we she is with us today. <laughs> um, today, we're going to talk about something that has come up with us as, as moms and as women over and over again, and that is the little dirty little secrets that we have as mothers. Things that we do that we kind of keep hidden because we're so sure that if somebody else knows this about us, they're going to think we're not mom of the year. And we are. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I'm going to start by sharing this story, and I want you to know, that I'm not going to use her name, but I specifically asked my friend if I could share the story of hers because <laughs> It was absolutely hilarious. She was talking to me last week. We were texting. It's late at night. Her son's birthday is Friday. And she texts me on Thursday night and says, oh my gosh, I haven't ordered his birthday cake yet. And I totally forgot to order his birthday cake. Do you think they'll still order it tomorrow? And I said, oh, I'm sure they will. And she goes, I'm just going to try them right now. It's 10 o'clock at night. She catches Harmon's and they, they order the birthday cake and she's like, oh good, phew, I got it. And I was like, oh good. Yay. Hooray. I'm so happy for you. And then five minutes later, she sends me a text message and I laughed out loud so loud that my husband was like, what on earth is that? And she sends me this text that says, I'm a bad mom though. I ordered vanilla and buttercream because it's my favorite, even though I know his favorite is chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh, I suck. (laughs) This is like at 10 o'clock at night and I'm like, and I immediately asked, I'm like, I need to use this for my show because I think we do some of these things. And this is, this is one of the lighter ones. I mean, some of us like me go to the store in pajamas and I have no qualms about that. And that's an entirely separate story. But she went, she had so much guilt the next day that she made him cupcakes that were chocolate cupcakes. And so she still got her vanilla buttercream for his birthday. And I was like, happy birthday to you. But I think we do that. We do some of these things where we're like, it's my favorite and not his. And I don't care if it's his birthday. And, and he doesn't really care or notice or whatever. And I know we're all judging her right now. That's okay. But we're, we're going to talk I'm about not, that. I would have lied and said they didn't have chocolate. But I, I know that each of us have one of these deep, dark secrets. And so I want you to get real with us and share what is your biggest confession of motherhood. Who's going to start? Christy, go. I hate working in the elementary school. Okay. Amen. Hate yes. the PTA. Amen. I hate going and doing the parties, and I hate it. And I hate the kids sometimes. Let's um, be honest. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I every just, time they touch me, I'm like, stop touching me. I'm the worst elementary <laughs> school mom on the face of planet. Oh, man, Earth. and here's Jody who like loves going over there. Oh, and is I'm like a the PTA president. president. I'm, I'm, just I'm, I'm not. I'm in We're the gonna come to fisticuffs here. That is hilarious. I love that you said it. I don't hate them, but sometimes, honestly, I do. I'm pregnant. The situation. Smell, so yes, the situation. I, I don't like it even if I'm not pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> well, me either. I was trying, Thank to, you, I was trying to make Thank myself you. sound better after such a mean comment. Okay, what else do you have? <laughs> oh, good. 
Go. I know there's like so many. Oh, I know. Right, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. No, like, I, you put yourself out on the chopping block. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Oh no. I I no. I have like I'm trying to think through the plethora of experiences <laughs> that I have tucked away. I will share one, and I don't know if it's even possible for me to share because this may reflect on something else. So I'm I'm thinking as I'm sharing, is this okay for me to share? And now women are listening all over the country. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be okay. So I do a segment for a TV show. And I was asked to bring, I have this down and dirty fajitas recipe. It's three minute crock pot fajitas. They're so easy. They're awesome. I say it's three minutes because I looked at the clock on a Sunday. We were heading out for church and I thought, do I have three minutes to make these fajitas? And yes, I did. They're three minutes and they'll be on my side. Anyway, so I, I made them that morning that I was headed out and running late as usual. And so I take them literally out of the oven and they look gorgeous. They are a picture in the glass pan. Gorgeous. Just the inside, the filling. And so I take it out to the car to put it on the floor because I want it to cool. And the little, you know, the bar underneath the seat that you lift up to move yeah. that seat. It was perfect. I was going down. I, thought, I was going down. I was going down and bam, it dumps. It dumps. Oh. And I do not have time. And I didn't, I wasn't quick enough to think that I could have grabbed shredded cheese, which covers a multitude of sins. And I could have just made it all better. So I scoop really quick back in and I'm just driving and I'm thinking, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm grabbing for diapers and stuff like that. that are clean. They're not used. And I'm like, <laughs> What what can I do to clean up this mess around the side and as the stoplights and I'm taking my finger around the thing trying to clean it and I'm thinking, what do I do? What do I do? So I get there, I get to the segment and I get it all looking really pretty and the host is hilarious because right before we go to camera, he, I told him what happened really quickly and I said, I hope I can get through the segment. I said, can you see anything? Is everything okay? And right before we go to camera, he turns to me and he goes, I think I see a Lego. Okay, so I was dying through that whole segment. Is there a Lego in there? Can people see it? I am never but eating that, your fajitas. Okay, yeah. this, this is not the confession part. The confession part is <laughs> oh, no. the day was super busy. And by the time it came to dinner, I'm like, oh, well, no. there you go. Oh, you fed him. You fed him that? Oh, that's awful. I did. Family, I am so sorry, but it is proof is in the pudding, no pun intended, because nobody got sick. But actually, my floor mats at the time, I will say, honest to to Pete, there are times it's super bad, but they were quite clean at the time. And so I did not feel too bad, but yes, that is my bad confession. And so my kids to this day, nobody knows that I served them. Don't tell. (laughs) I don't know if this is such a confession of what I've done to my kids, other than I don't always have milk in the fridge for cereal for breakfast. And um, my husband, he loves his frosted mini wheats in the morning. He's a bike racer. And for whatever reason, research has proven that frosted mini wheats is the cereal you eat to, you know, to recuperate, I guess. And you're, you're I think it's Nestle chocolate milk. But, yes. you know, I'm, I'm guilty where I'm not a night person. And so by the time you realize there's not milk in the fridge, I'm thinking, oh, okay, I'll get up about 6.15 and head down to the nearest, you know, market and just pick some up. But one morning, you know, I was I was pretending that I was on top of things with the kids and, you know, whatever project was due, okay, we can fake our way through this. And uh, I go down to the local Walmart and I'm back in the milk section. I pull out the uh, two gallon of milk, put it in the basket and I look down to get my cell phone out of my pocket or to put it in my pocket. And I'm like, um, I'm seeing my pocket uh, on the front of or on the <laughs> side of my my sweats. And then I see the tag that is in front of me. And I realize that I have my sweatpants on inside out and backwards awesome. at Walmart getting milk at 6.15 going, I am so trying to do the right thing and get milk for my family for breakfast when they'd be fine with instant oatmeal. But heaven forbid if, you know, and it's not about, it's not about proving it to them. It's, it's honestly, 
I did not want to get lectured from, from the husband or the, or the, <laughs> the you know, yeah. and so it's just like, go to Walmart and do it. And I do it in such a rush. I mean, I got dressed in the dark, put on my sweats. And I think sometimes that just is the epitome of, of just motherhood. cover it up, yeah. you know, but then are, do you really cover up what you're not really doing instead of just saying family, <laughs> no shredded wheats yeah. this morning, That's right. have you toast. know, and yeah. have toast, With you butter. know, the good news is <laughs> you were at Walmart. So That's right. Walmart. <laughs> no, but, but the the hair video so, of what people wear to Walmart, you know. <laughs> okay, so I have to say that this this discussion is very timely. I have a really cool opportunity. I produce and direct the Listen to Your Mother show here in Northern Utah. And the show was just two weeks ago, and my entire monologue was confessions. <laughs> that with my mom and husband sitting right there, you know, my dad was out of town, but right there in the audience. And I think my biggest fear was confessing and having my mom who is perfect in every way, hear me say, okay, I'm not so good at these things. But here's one for you. I am a firm believer that baby wipes totally count as a shower. Totally. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm but with wait, you, but I don't mean for my kids. I mean for me. <laughs> I, I'm dead serious. I can't I today. That. My no, shower, yeah. right? Okay, this is getting a little yeah. too close. I'm sitting hey, next to her. Okay. Like, and you wouldn't know, right? No, I? no, because no, I've used but perfected. There's a shade of baby fresh smell. I've yeah. perfected. The next apocalypse, you are going to be doing good. But <laughs> sometimes with five kids, like, oh. it doesn't, you know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. so it, I'm perfectly fine with that. And now I've just told a lot of people on a stage and in front of this microphone that I'm perfectly okay with that. <laughs> I also awesome. do not sort my laundry. There it is. Oh, it's no. out. Oh, oh, I yeah. do not separate any colors from Time the other takes colors. Care of that. <laughs> and I have never had anything come out pink ever. And so I will continue to do it. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't. I, don't I have thrown out all of our socks because I did not want to match them. And we started over. Oh my gosh. I and when that. I heard someone else say that, it was just like, <gasps> you oh, it's, are it's my soulmate. Oh, yes. I yeah. love this because, you and I'm getting ready to do it again. And my <laughs> daughter is in the room and I'm saying she's 19. She's going to wonder where her socks are. But you know what? Isn't it funny that there's that one thing that yes. just is hanging over it's you? Not worth it. And you're like, why can't I just throw them out and start over? Do you know, I have a friend and you know? every year at Christmas, I think they throw away every single sock in the entire house. And then all get new socks for That's that exact perfect. same reason. It's she's liberating. like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. She said it's the greatest thing she's ever decided to do. <laughs> okay. And she doesn't care who does it. The There's music in the background. Da, 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 da. <laughs> okay, Christy, what else have you got? Well, when my kids come home on Halloween, I put them all to bed. And then I take <laughs> all of my favorite candy out of the <laughs> bags. bags. And I put it in this urn in my room. Urn. <laughs> it's a decorative urn. And then throughout the year, I always have a treat. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to do you one better on that. Funny. And I told my kids for the first time they went trick or treat. They're three and three and one even. Okay. <laughs> I was like, just so that you know, mom gets all the Kit Kats. It's called a mom tax. Yeah. yeah. And if I'm going to take you around, I get the Kit Kats. And now my kids and you better at ask the end them, of every, every team, they go through their toy, their candy exactly themselves right. and hand it to me. And I don't even have to talk about it. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. We do the exact same thing except mine is Baby Ruth. Somebody yeah. else can have the Kit Kats, oh. but the kids know when they come home. Mom, we love you so much. Here's all my baby Ruth. Yes. Thank you very much. No, I love it. And they will never know, and you deserve that chocolate. I also, going one further on this confession, don't think that anything that comes out of the urn has to go on the MyFitnessPal app. Oh, of course not. No, if it's in the urn, it's okay. It's not a free calories. Um, my last motherhood confession that I will share is just that if I need a timeout, my timeout is the bathroom. 
and I have my little parties in the bathroom and I take my phone in there and I might linger a little longer after my business is done. But <laughs> sadly, my kids have figured this out and my son will knock on the door and say, mom, get off your phone. You need to take me to school. <laughs> so it's not a confession anymore, really, because I've been totally outed. But my happy place is the bathroom with two little kids. That is the happy place. Okay, here's one. Michelle, you and I differ on this one. Okay. I don't think Disneyland is very cool. Them spiting words. I yeah. Don't, I don't. And I don't think our kids need to go there. I, I, nothing about it is happy to me. The lines are long. It's always hot. The rides are not long enough to justify the length of the line. And I, you don't want to spend a thousand dollars for a day. I just, I don't think it's all that. I, I'm sorry. That's I hope it doesn't affect our friendship in any way. Are you differing that it is not the happiest place on earth? It is not the happiest place on earth. It's not. No. For if your husband took them on, you got to stay in the hotel, it would. <laughs> it would be the best. He'd come home and he wouldn't be happy, and yeah. then we wouldn't be happy, yeah. and it still wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. 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 I don't right, know. Okay, what do you have? Cool. So, my last, my latest, conf- my last, my latest confession was I have this cute little boy that I swear has OCD tendencies, bless his heart. And he, when I drop him off at school, he has to say goodbye in the right manner, in the right way. And if we don't, then it has to be done again. And. Anyway, and so he was late, I dropped him off at school, and he gave me the hug and the kiss, and then he gave his sister the hug and kiss, and then his baby brother the hug and kiss, I'm like, great, 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 go, 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 go. So he gets out of the car, comes back, no, you gave me a kiss, but I didn't give you a kiss. I'm like, Cameron, get in the school. And so then he starts to walk away, comes back, and we're now 15 minutes late, and I'm like, Cameron, get in the school. And so then he comes back and I really was trying to give me a hug and a kiss, which is so nice. And then he gives the baby a kiss again because it wasn't correct. In the back of my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to take you to a therapist. And, but I'm or thinking, you're going to have to start banging your head on the There's not, nothing wrong with the yeah, therapist. This, I oh, love there's mine. no. And I'm thinking, gosh, this is such a nice thing. He's trying to give me a hug and a kiss, but I'm like, get in the school. So I finally get him all the way up all the steps to the school turns around I'm like no when he comes running halfway back and I'm like Cameron stop stop you need to go in the school and he goes goodbye mommy I love you so much you're the best mom in the whole world and my heart melted and I lovingly sat out the window reached out the window and I said Cameron get the heck in the freaking school now before I kill you and this lady in the parking lot just looks at me and I'm like, seriously? That was it. And then he's not even phased and blows me a kiss and gets me scolded. And I didn't even say, oh my, I didn't even say heck, I swore at him. And they all just looked at me and I just thought, nice. There you go. That's how we went off to school that day. Well, lost lost mother of the year. Best yes. lost mother of the year right there. PTA and president. Yeah. 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 And that's how you're sure you're never going to be the room mom. And maybe yes. if I just threw out some swears from time to time. Outside of the school where you have where people nice and you know you're okay with yes. that. Yes. Being the room totally mom with it. was the worst year of my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> Christy's in the fetal over here. She is. She looks like Gollum. She's sitting there hunched over and she's like, "Ah." I'm impressed you even volunteered and accepted. I didn't. My neighbor was the PTA president and she called me and guilted me into it because she substituted my youth class at church. This has obviously got to be a whole show in and of itself. Dealing with the school commitments and how we do that or avoid them. Yes. So here's the thing. I think that we have this great conversation and we all have these and I think that more than anything they kind of bubble out and we want people to know some of the things that make us a little bit different. And I love the conversation of having us go into and say, okay, we have our things. Other moms have their things. How do we give other moms permission to 
to do motherhood their way without giving into the mommy wars. Like, I'm totally fine. You can wear your skinny jeans. I'm going to wear my ratty old bell bottoms or my sweats. <laughs> like, what what are the things that we can do as women to allow mothers, instead of comparing and judging and saying, I can't believe she does it that way, how can we help us all do this job that is so hard uh, with less judgment? I got two quick things. <clears throat> I love this quote by J.D. Salinger. Is that how you say it? Catherine the Rye author? I think yeah. J.D. He says, mothers are all slightly insane. And I think if yes. we look at each other that way and we go, we're doing the best <laughs> on this side of normal. You know what I'm saying? On a daily basis, we're doing good. We are doing good. We're not beating the dog. I think that's a great day for me right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. The second thing is I think we can learn from one another. Instead of going, oh, she does that. Well, I do it this way. We can learn from her. Was it Jana who is not here? We love you and she'll be back. She's um, on vacation, I think. Anyway, she said that there was a lady that she knew that would come to do carpool and she had like a, di- a little dicky front thing made. Oh, that looks like, like an outfit. It's a comedy show. show. It's a comedy show. show. It's a show. That her husband Yeah, and she has a little thing that she comes and she drives so it looks like she's dressed and she got caught in the the comedy in the skit she She gets gets caught caught in the drop off so her kids need something and she can't sit in the car any longer so she has to get out of the car and she's got on these pajamas with this drop-off dicky. <laughs> so if you're in the car, you look like you're all put together, yeah. ready for, you know, business. But once she steps out, everyone's like, what in the world are you wearing? Oh, and it's great. double bad. Absolutely. Awesome. If you haven't seen awesome. it, we should come up with a name. We, we need to put the link. Pretty we'll, darn funny. We'll, we'll, it is. It's pretty darn pretty funny. funny. We'll put the yeah. link on the site because I thought that was hilarious. And not necessarily, I mean, that's kind of tongue-in-cheek. But... I find myself really learning from other moms, the shortcuts they take or the funny things they do, or especially when they step back and they laugh at themselves when they've done something and they don't get so serious about it. I think learning from one another instead of feeling like we have to compete with one another to have the best idea or suggestion or cupcake, I think that's a great way to do it. Well, and I think we have to be real with ourselves. We have to stop thinking we're perfect or pretending we are. And I know that sounds silly because we all know, all of us in this room, all of you listening, we all know we're not perfect, but we pretend we are. And so we find ourselves judging everyone around us, right? But as soon as I take a step back and go, wait a second, I literally used baby wipes this morning so that I could be to this record, to this discussion on time. And it's okay. All of a sudden, when I see another woman and she's still in sweats, I'm thinking, Amen, hallelujah, because you got where you needed to go yeah. and you're not naked today either. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thought, right? But we have to stop pretending. Right. And, yeah. and fake, it's not, yeah. as soon as we can be real with this job, and not even job, that's the wrong word. As soon as we can be real with what it is we've chosen to do and these responsibilities, whatever they look like, all of a sudden we stop judging because we realize, okay, I'm real, which means you're real. And so we're all okay. Yeah, It's a lot easier to do that when we, when we're real with ourselves. Well, and Connie mentioned laughter. I I was locked out of my house with my neighbor. Actually, it was my neighbor's house with our three-year-old daughters in the window in the screen going, hi, moms, hi, moms. And we're like, you open that door. So you better get to open. And then, and we're laughing because what we had just done is collected all the mail from 10 houses that they had gone from mailbox to mailbox. Oh, while shoot. we are in the driveway talking and chattering <laughs> and they come and hand us all this mail and we're, and it's all discombobulated. And we're like, oh, we are so not delivering this mail. And this so we took so out what was important. So and then we threw out the junk mail. We laugh today. They are neighbor. 10 years old. Oh, pay my bills. Yeah. We yeah. laugh. Yeah. But laughter, laughter is what saves you. And yes. if, if yes. by darn, if you have to think you have to go through 
a day without laughter and knowing yes. that you need a good woman to laugh with. I just, I prefer the laughter. I'm okay that I wear my pants backwards yeah. and inside out to Walmart oh, and I get locked out of my house by my three-year-old. But don't you think your family <laughs> appreciates that too? Like yes. I even know my husband so. or children, yeah. my husband appreciates when I'm just real about yes. this. Yes. yes. Oh, right? they would way rather have us real. Yeah. Like when I just, crazy. when I say, you know, this is how it's happening. I'm doing <clears> the best I can. And he can look back and say, well, thank you for just being real about it instead of pretending yeah. or faking or, and our kids too, they get to see that. They get to see what real life looks like because right. okay. otherwise they're going to feel horrible when they're not perfect and they yeah. become mothers or yes, fathers exactly. or men or women or husbands and wives. So they've got to well, see it. And I think that that's true. And I'm, I'm going to get, I know Kate's got great things she wants to say here, but one of the things I want to say on what Heather just said is that I think it's like all the, all the time my kids are like, well, my friend gets to do this and I get my, their mom doesn't do that. And their mom is this. And, and I was like, you know what? They do it different in their house. Yeah. I think that's so important. And you can go visit them and, anytime. And, when, and I'll say to my kids, you know what, when you're a dad, you can do it your way but this is how we get to do it my way. And that's okay. I think it's good to help our kids understand that moms do things differently and that's okay too. That's exactly right. Kate, take I was away. just going to say, I absolutely love my mom. She raised 10 kids. She was the craziest freaking mother in the whole world <laughs> to the point that I wrote a book about it and she had the best sense of humor about it. But to the, to Easter wanting to sacrifice a lamb in our backyard on an altar <laughs> so that we all learned about sacrifice too. And your mom yes. wins. And my mom wins. <laughs> and she and, wins. Yeah. And we didn't do it, fortunately. But, and then to... Who talked her out of it? Your dad yeah. or you guys? Probably the president of the church that lived next door. <laughs> but anyway, and then to the point where she was put on this huge national writing committee of how to show love to your children and family. And my little brother won't get off the computer. And, and she pulls him by the hair and is like, get off the computer. I have to talk. I have to write this thing on how to show love to my family. <laughs> and then he screams out the window, help, my mom's beating me. And she just starts punching him because <laughs> person in the church really high up is outside and he says help so and so my mom's beating my mom's like shut up you idiot, you idiot. <laughs> and I remember this but my I can honestly tell you everyone in my neighborhood loved my mother because she was real she mm -hmm. was the one you would go to when you were broken down because you felt like an awful mother because she was the first one to say oh my heck stop it you are the best mom your kids are great and you are too and everyone loves a real person yes and I think that that's the biggest thing if we can start taking down the barriers of like I'm trying to be perfect like I try to be Mary Poppins practically perfect in every way yeah but um I think that if and we can too. be a little bit more real and and show some of those sides and not be afraid of that and say this is who I am and yeah you just saw me yell at my kid I'm sorry that happens sometimes I'm not going to they're not listening when I'm struggling I'm right. going to right the person okay Christy the lamb worst the lamb I think we all walk around with these bubbles around ourselves and we think that we're in this bubble totally alone and we don't realize that everybody else is walking around in the bubble too their own bubble. And if we could just pop our own bubble, mm -hmm. we'd give everybody else courage to do the same. Because I'm a lot more courageous to just be who I am when I hear somebody else or see somebody else being exactly who they are. I love the book by Brene Brown called The Gifts of Imperfection. Mm -hmm. She also has a companion piece called The Gifts of Imperfect Parenting. Mm -hmm. And it's totally changed the way that I just allow myself to be seen and vulnerable as who I really am. Um, and it's helped my kids. I don't think it serves our kids when we put on a facade. Well, well it's, it's empowering or freeing. Even just to sit here and laugh and it's like, I'm not all by myself. Uh, and it's okay. And now that you know those things, it's, it's, and we still love you. It's okay. You're like, like, oh, you're yes, worse right? than me. Great. I know. <laughs>
right, I'm fine. Well, and I, I want to bring up something that is really true. I haven't sacrificed anything like yeah. that. So yeah. I just buy extra wipes. No big deal. <laughs> and you still smell good. A little lavender. Yeah, we but go. we also have to be honest that there is that time when either we're the one that's not celebrated because we are doing something maybe well, but at the same time looking for the thing that, well, if she's doing that well, it must be that she doesn't have this together over here. Mm -hmm. And be okay with that dialogue because that does happen sometimes. Um, and I've had it happen with friends. I've had it happen with me where I just say, okay, so I just entertained and I just gave a party. I enjoy having people over. It's something I enjoy doing. But guess where I stuff things when I'm not really on the ball? And so when I'm able to say to a woman who comes and says, wow, thank you for having me over and luncheon, the luncheon was great. And thank you for, you know, being able to provide your home because it really makes me nervous to have, you know, people in my home and kids will always come to my house. But I have to let her know. I open the door and say, but mm -hmm. guess how I did it? I don't do it like the barefoot Contessa. I have to do it Jody style. But thank you for celebrating me that I do the luncheon, that I do that part of it, but then also not behind my back saying, oh, well, you know, I saw what she stuffs in the closet, but going, thank you for showing me that yes. because maybe then I won't be so afraid to hold something at my home and realize that, hey, if, if I've got, you know, and we're not just talking one or two things. I mean, there's been a party where I had, you know, the plastic bins that I went around and said, everything that does not have a place goes in the bin. <laughs> you know, and so I get better at it as I get older because my kids are more helpful. But the reality is, is that I love the celebration that can take place. And I'll go you on better. One of my dear friends said the best party she ever went to was when they opened the door. There were basket laundry baskets lined up in the entryway that she had not put away, stuff oh, everywhere. God. And she said, come on down to the family room. Funnest adult party ever. And I thought it's probably because everybody walked in and knew, oh, I can be myself tonight. Yeah. Okay. I can be myself because if there's laundry out, then we're good. Connie, I wanted, okay. you always say in the trenches, motherhood in the trenches. What I want more than anything is people to jump in the trenches with me. Yes. Come in the trenches. Be with me. Bring chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love this. There's this great quote by Anna Quinlan that just exactly what we're talking about. It says, the great motherhood friendships are the ones in which two women can admit how difficult mothering is quietly to each other over cups of tea at a table sticky with spilled apple juice and littered with markers without tops. Awesome. And I love that because you can be real together and you can laugh at the fact that you both are losers about the tooth fairy. Oh my gosh. I think of all the times that the tooth fairy didn't come and the excuses. Oh, there was a storm last night. Oh, you know what? There's a three day break in the tooth fairy gets a vacation, you know, and they would make bank. They don't bring money yeah. for rollers. Right. Or you finally they, they just give up and you're blocks. like, it's not real. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, not just saying me. Well, but how wonderful that we can share that together. And not that we have to have these horrible things to confess in order to connect. But how wonderful. And I, I've thought about that, too, that when someone does share, that we don't top it or we don't go, oh, I don't do that. Yeah. If, if you don't, fine, you don't. But you can, you have a moment where you've done something that has well, been done a million other things. Exactly. A so million other. We can, we can connect on that level. We can share that and laugh. And I, I call it love the loser moments. Love those loser mom moments because you can laugh at them and then you eventually you can write them down and get paid for writing them <laughs> down. And it which doesn't mean you don't love your kids. We love yes. our kids. We we're love just, them. And the more we can, perfect. I write about my kids and they come back and go, is that me? Oh yeah, I'm in print. Mm -hmm. So, well, and I think we have to realize about this getting real, you know, to accept all of this, there really is no one. It's impossible to do it all perfectly. You know, like Jody's saying, it's impossible. So when we are doing some other things, it means something else is lacking or we've had to put something on the, you know, the side burner or we've had to shortcut or we've had to, that's life. That's how we, Absolutely. and so 
to really look at people and think, oh my gosh, her house is perfect and this is perfect. You know, I remember there was a lady who lived down our street and her home was always perfect and she had a million extracurricular activities and her kids were always, they were growing up, perfect grades, all of this stuff. And they moved away. And about four years after they moved, uh, I was chatting with another neighbor who lived in between us. And she happened to mention that she had a housekeeper who came twice a week mm. that no one really knew about. Oh, no. And it was on the down low. She didn't keep it <laughs> a secret through the back so entrance. much. It wasn't so much a secret. It was just not something that she... But I remember thinking, no wonder you could do all yeah. that. <laughs> if I had a housekeeper who came to my house twice a week, I could keep my house clean too. And, and I think that's what we have to realize. Behind the scenes, we have no idea what's going on. So when we do start those wars and that comparison, and you know, we are not comparing truth to truth or right. reality to reality. Because we don't know it. I'm going to be sharing the number of the maid that I've got coming to my house. I'm going to let all of you ladies know. (laughs) Well, and I I love that. One of my favorite quotes is by a man by the name Stephen Furtick. And he says, one of the reasons why we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes to other people's highlight reel. Love that. And Mm. I think the more that we become and give each other permission to be the people that we want to be and not compare what's working for us and what's not working for others and vice versa, we'll find great success in that. And so we would love to hear your confessions of motherhood. Please join us from the livingroom.com at the bottom of this post we'd love to hear your stories about the way you were raised or the way you're raising your kids and share this conversation because i think if we can laugh and link arms together we'll find better ways to support each other we also hope that you'll listen on itunes and leave a review when you are listening there we appreciate your feedback honestly and um, encourage you to continue on and being real and who you are as a woman and mother thank you so much for your support and for listening and continuing the show until we meet again Enjoy the gift of motherhood that brings both love and laughter and give yourself and your family some living room. I know that as moms, or at least I do, sometimes think, what can I do that's new and fun? And so I love co-host Heather Johnson's book, Family Fun Fridays, that helps give you ideas, but also makes a ritual out of it of doing something fun with your family every single week. Heather, tell us a little bit more about this great book. Well, isn't that the most difficult part, thinking of what we're going to do? So Family Fun Fridays is nearly 90 pages of activities you can do with your family, with your children. The greatest part about it is Everything is starting with stuff you have at home, very low cost. You don't have to go anywhere, do anything. And these are really unique, fun games and activities, opposed to the ones we've seen for so many years all the time. So check it out. You can get it at fromthelivingroom.com or familyvolley.com, either place. Awesome. Thanks so much, Heather. Thanks for coming to The Living Room. We hope you've enjoyed listening, laughing, and learning something new. Join us for our next show. And in the meantime, give yourself and those you love some living room.